You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, the back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch we burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Google Play, I don't Podcast know. Addict, wherever where you, where you find your podcast. podcasts. Yeah. You can also find us live on YouTube every yes. Wednesday night, as some of you are in the room already. A little shout out to you. Yeah. Uh, YouTube.com forward slash up next. We're everywhere, including our own Patreon.com slash up next is where you can find even more of us if you uh, are so keen to hear that. But uh, we are your NXT friends. Friends! Friends! And we're here to talk about the Wednesday Night Wars in the world of pro wrestling, because we're two nerdy guys, and we love wrestling, and that's why we're here. So AEW has been a show we also review on our Patreon every Thursday, but I feel like um, NXT tonight didn't have... Both shows coming off... NXT has a win from last week. Yeah, so right? two in a row now. Two, oh! Still, it's the, it's those boomers. Those boomers fucking love it. Okay, still, boomer. Yeah. Okay, boomer. Yeah. Uh, still not winning in the demographic they want. Um, Does it still count, though? It's a win. It like, view, viewership-wise, yeah. NXT have won the last two uh, weeks. It's December 4th, so happy birthday, Jay-Z. But he once said, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. So NXT wins last week. Two in a row. They're going to do it again tonight, maybe. Perhaps. We haven't watched AEW yet. We do that after the show. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're here to chat all about that. But um, we've done, I mean, we do a lot of podcasting lately. Last week was like the, what we hear about Scrump from PWT cast. Yeah. He calls himself the Iron Man of pro wrestling teams. He is. Did you watch um, that documentary? I haven't yet. It's fantastic. No. Watch um, it. Awesome. Yeah. A little plug for them. Yes. Um, and yeah, the hours he does are insane. Uh, last week, just the way, uh, like our schedules worked and the kind of shows we lined up. We ended up doing, I think, 
seven shows in two days. That's crazy. Like, I needed a break from you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I love <laughs> you, fun. but yeah. And we live together, so uh, we we are roommates. And we, yeah, after a while, we were like, we've just been talking about wrestling for a time. Yeah. Our, our unplugging is trying to get away from something, yeah. anything. Just and we go did out. that by meeting up with John and Way <laughs> and talk more wrestling and had Korean barbecue. Yes, and... We took uh, we took John away out for a Korean barbecue, mm. um, and we this we, new spot that's just opened across yes, the road from. We us. live in Koreatown in Toronto yeah. here, so we, John away for post wrestling. That we, we we've been uh, so appreciative of the stuff they've been do- helping us so much, and we can't thank them enough. So we all got to hang out and got uh, a bunch of meat and some mm. noodle soups. It was good. Um, and uh, John suggested that after the the the, the barbecue. <laughs> That we all go out and have some bourbon. So, like, just as a little sidebar, after the Survivor Series show we did with them, we, yes. we went to the post office. post office West and recorded that show. And uh, I, I like, the week before, took a photo. John's got, like, this display of Dallas. Any of you who listen to Post Wrestling know loves John loves Dallas. Yes. And so does my girlfriend. So I took a photo of it, and he was like, hey, do you know this J.R. Ewing bourbon? And I was like, no. He's like, it's it's amazing. After the Survivor Series show, we'll finish off that bottle. So we did that. And I feel after that, well, jo- John might have been on a bit of a bourbon kick. So he wanted to get some bourbon. You know where you got that bourbon? With me. Right. In Vegas. Oh, yeah. John almost got us killed, left for dead, in the middle of the desert in Las Vegas for this bottle of bourbon. He said, someone come with me. I'll pay for the Ubers. I'll pay for the cabs. Just come with me to this liquor store. They're the only store outside the strip. You would go outside. And we did it. And we couldn't get a cab back. No one would take... No one would come. We oh, were no. left for stranded with the ball of bourbon. And this is pre-Uber, is it? I or think, yeah. Wasn't Uber wasn't so like working in Vegas there. or something. Right. Yeah, something about that. It was uh, terrifying. Um, it felt like I was like a start of a Breaking Bad episode. <laughs> but that, that bourbon... Was that bottle? So okay. he killed it, but he no. still has more. Yeah. So maybe one day he'll crack that open. He shouldn't because it looks so fancy. But so he wanted bourbon after our barbecue night, and so we go to a local spot near the BDE here, and uh, it's just a dive bar because we're like, I don't know, what do you want to like drink or whatever? And we had to get back to record another show, so yes. we were like, we're a bit put for time. Yeah. So let's let's just go there. It's right by us. Right. We can hang, have another drink, have a bit of bourbon. So we go, we ask the guy, the, the server, the bartender, do you have bourbon? And he's like, yeah, we got like the basic stuff. Like, like gym and yeah. makers and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So we can make some easy drinks. And John says, cool, I'll order the blue Hawaiian. <laughs> so we're going around, you order a Manhattan, I order a Manhattan. Way's driving, so orders like a coffee. Yeah. And then it's, yeah, have the blue Hawaiian. and Swerve. If that bar had, like, frilly umbrellas to put in the drinks, yeah. that drink would have had a frilly umbrella. Yeah, it didn't have And one. we were just like, John, you've been talking about bourbon for the last hour. It was a swerve. It came out of nowhere. Uh, and then uh, as soon as the drink was <laughs> delivered to John and ours was delivered to us, John said, I should have just ordered the <laughs> bourbon. I don't know why I did this. And, uh, I mean... His drink taste, it was great. Mm. He enjoyed it. Yeah. But he's also going to uh, be upset that we made fun of his well, drink. Well, there were no foilies on the menu. Yeah, exactly. Day. They didn't have any. Yeah. So they didn't have that. So he couldn't order that. So he had to have a blue Hawaiian. <laughs> and that's what he had now. So that's John's. He should make a blue Hawaiian with bourbon. Bourbon lemonade is a thing in the South. Okay. <clears throat> you could easily make a blue Hawaiian 
Lemonade, bourbon lemonade. John needs to look into this. Bourbon and like blue carousel and lemonade? Or? No, 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 no. Get rid of the carousel, I think. But Why bourbon. Would it be blue? Uh, blue raspberry lemonade. Oh, okay. I mean, isn't that a real color? Blue raspberry? That's sure. the thing, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not far off. John could be onto something. Okay. So John's pretty good with his drinks. He makes bourbon. He mixed bourbon with like a, a weird root beer thing, and it sounds weird, but it tastes really good. That does sound nice. Yeah, yeah. So I trust. Oh him yeah, with no, that. he had it. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was our, our adventure this week. I also had a um, holiday Christmas party. Okay. Like office work Christmas party. I know it's like December just started, but it's Christmas time. Hey, now. we have our Christmas party in like February. Yeah, because you're yeah yeah industry people, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, like I work at a TV station. I don't necessarily work closely with a lot of people in the office, but I went to the holiday Christmas party and uh, because it said free food and drink tickets. So, of course. But my trick at holiday parties is to find the person that is the drink ticket holder and become very cutesy and very sweet and very cheeky with. So then they go, ha, here you go, whatever. And I learned uh, from you. That if you uh, tip your servers accordingly, they take care of you and maybe give you the premium stuff at the holiday parties Absolutely. when you're you know only supposed to get the rail and stuff. So uh, it was quite interesting. But um, it, I realized like I went to this party and there wasn't any like karaoke, no. there wasn't any like games, there wasn't any raffles, there wasn't anything. So people were just there standing, standing around and drinking. Yeah. So uh, that, it wasn't a really good Christmas party. So what I'm trying to say is for post wrestling. We need to do, like, we need to get John. We need to go out and make sure we have John. We need some blue Hawaiian. Yeah, we need to make sure. I want to make sure we have, like, a a Patreon exclusive story to tell about John and Wayne. We need to get a little silly this Christmas. Some eggnog, maybe, is what we need to do. Because I I didn't have justice with my holiday party. And since since they're uh, inviting us back to the post office near the end of the year for some best and worst of the year of wrestling, which we're super excited about, I feel like it's only... It's it's only right that we have a Christmas party soon with them to go out. Yeah, I think that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. We 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 won't put on any elf costumes. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that that Korean barbecue, great night. Yes. Um, I had Japanese barbecue just a couple of days later. Went to you. Yubi. Okay. Have you been? Where is this? Near it's, our house. There's one like Blore and St George. Yes. Okay. No, and about. there's another one on Young. Yes. And, so I went to the one near Young. 33 bucks, all you can eat. It was amazing. We should go. Okay, let's go. Um, but yeah, so been quite a week uh, in Toronto. Um, yeah. I feel like I haven't seen you much until today. No, I got caught in this crazy TTC snowstorm fire in the subway tunnel thing. Crazy. My week, I just felt like I had a long week. Mm. Been working, I work a side job again at the TV stu- station. And then I do this. On, and this has like become our second job because of our Patreon, which has been fantastic. Because like now it's like... Uh, holiday season and I feel like our Patreons um, are like giving to us now like I don't know I feel so uh, gracious to be doing this because I've been doing podcasting I went to school for like radio and stuff like that and my whole goal was to always be like a a radio jock and be on the radio and I was kind of doing that last year but now I have this side gig but now this is kind of like I don't know artistically kind of filling fulfilling my my, uh, radio passion so this has been a lot of fun uh, doing this, but holiday season's well, coming Well, you're talking about giving, so yeah. I think we should give something. We should. Um, so, a little plug for our Patreon. Yes. Um, for those of you that are not subscribed, we have our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash up next. Uh, we do about three to four bonus shows a week. <sighs> do we? Um, where we talk about AEW. We usually have a movie review in there, uh, plus another kind of wrestling-themed show. 
Um, now, we have three tiers. We have the Cruiserweight tier for $2.05. And that has been more of a donation. Just say thank you, just to throw us a couple of bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the $5 tier, the North American Championship tier, which gives you access to all those shows. Um, and then we have a $25 World Championship tier. And that allows you uh, to be the booker. Yes. You can pick... Uh, a show, anything, it doesn't have to be wrestling, it can be movie, TV, music, wrestling, whatever you want, and we will review it. And you also get a bonus show once a month, exclusively to you, where we might talk about some stuff that we don't normally talk about on the mm-hmm. other shows. Now, for December, we thought we'd like to give something to uh, to everyone. So, for those of you signed up to the Cruiserweight tier for $2.05... You will get a load of our back catalogue. So we're going to give you three episodes of Was Next, where we're going back in time, looking at the beginning of the Full Cell era of NXT. Which has been so crazy. We, we've just been recording some of these shows. We just did a new one today that's going to be out tomorrow on our Patreon. And it's the Gold Rush tournament to, to find out it's who the first ever, first ever NXT champion. Now, we already know who, who it was and stuff, but it's cool to go back and watch the whole tournament and stuff. And we've been reviewing that, so it's Absolutely. been a lot it's of fun. It's been a lot of fun. It's, yeah. it's really interesting going back, seeing how NXT and, has evolved. And William Regal on commentary with JR in 2012. I am learning so many vocabulary words, so I many mean, words in my vocabulary. At times, they give Jerry Lawler a run for them, <laughs> his money, and yeah. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to put up some episodes of What's Next. Yeah. Um, for a 205 tier. Uh, you're also going to get two episodes of my favourite show. It's called Best Match Ever, where we're, we go back and look at kind of uh, gimmick matches or rivalries and, and kind of discuss and debate and find out what is the best match ever. Yeah, we did uh, Kenta Kobashi versus Masawa. We did a Best Ever Hell in a Cell. Uh, we've, we've done some crazy... We did the Austin Rock trilogy. We're going to be doing so many more, but because... December is TLC in WWE. We're going to be doing the best match ever, TLC. We're going to go and watch all the TLC matches through WWE history, maybe even some other ones, and decide which is the best TLC match. I can already tell you what I'm picking, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back and watch them. Absolutely. I'm excited. That show is a lot of fun that we've been doing. So for $2.05, you will get two previous episodes of Best Match Ever, which includes the Rock versus Austin trilogy and the Hell in a Cell matches. Uh, also, we're going to throw in the two like um, saga films of Star Wars that we've not put on our free feed. Yeah. You can get Solo and Rogue One. So if you've been enjoying our Star Wars reviews and want to listen out to them, just $2.05, all for the month of December, it will get you those seven shows. But as Braden said, for the other tiers, for your North American and World Championship tiers... This week, we are recording Was Next, August 8th, 2019, and Gremlins. Yeah, you've never seen Gremlins, it. which I saw for the first time the other day. I've n- I lost my mind when you told me you've never seen, you know, all this hoopla about Baby Yoda and who the mother might be. It might be a gremlin. So we got talking, and it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas horror movie, really. Uh, and you've never seen it, so we watched it, and we're going to be reviewing it this week on our Patreon as well. So that's super exciting. I, it's, it's awesome be controlling whatever we want to watch kind of thing. But also with the uh, Up Yours, where the $25, the world tier, chooses, uh, we've got to watch Spider-Man 3. We've got to watch Wu-Tang Clan, and we just did the Cruiserweight Classic, which features uh, Johnny Gargano and Champa in their first NXT kind of WWE Match. encounter, yeah. yeah, which is really was really crazy to go back and watch. So we did that. That's all up on our Patreon as well. Uh, so we've just been I, – I feel like we've just been on a – we're a machine here. Yeah. Wa- just watching 
wrestling, watching some crazy movies, which Completely. I love. Yeah, yeah it's so fantastic. If you're thinking, if you've been thinking, oh, should I sign up? Should I not? Just try for, it. Yeah. Just for two bucks, you'll get seven shows uh, for the month of December, and you can listen back and see if it's something you like. And if you like it, you can upgrade to the to the five dollar tier. Or if you want to dive right in, five bucks gets you so many shows. Um, so just check that out. Patreon.com forward slash up next now we did a show that we put up on our patreon but we put it up for free on this feed uh and it was to continue our 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 journey of all the star wars Mm. we did the prequels we finally fucking did the prequels and hey uh jar jar banks is coming back did you hear that for disney plus awesome jedi jedi temple run or whatever they're calling it's a game show hosted by jar jar banks okay anyways i digress we just did a new hope because we're two big Star Wars nerds, we can't we can't wait for uh, Rise of the Skywalker, and uh, we did the New Hope. It's out on this feed or wherever you get your podcast. Just find it on this feed. And I'm getting heat because I dissed the blue milk, which I mistake for blue milk. Sorry, that is actually now green. I'm confused. So, anyways, sorry about milk. We'll get there when we yeah. get there. Uh, so it's been crazy. We've been doing so many shows, uh, but we also just are here to always talk about the main show that we're here to talk about. And that's NXT. NXT. That's it. Because we're in the Wednesday Night Wars. Mm. And we have chosen our side. And we have been NXT from the jump. We've been doing this show uh, for quite a while now. And every Wednesday night is uh, when we watch NXT. We go live on YouTube. And we record this show just here for you. Because we uh, we love this show. This is an awesome show. Um, and then we go and we watch AEW and put that on our Patreon every Thursday as well. Because we like AEW as well. But we like NXT more. Absolutely. Are we boomers? I think so. Oh, no. So. No, you're 30. I'm not 30 yet. You're a boomer. Are you a boomer? No, I'm not a boomer. You're a boomer. Boomer? No. You're a boomer. Boomers are our parents. Yeah. What year are you born? 89. Okay. You're, you're close. You're close, I'm kid. nowhere near close to being a boomer. <laughs> anyway, so NXT, <laughs> December 4th, 2019. Yes. Um, let's just uh, bow down to Moro fucking Ronaldo starting the show here. Uh, if you've been following any of this stuff, the Corey Graves, Moro Ronaldo saga, um, very unfortunate. I know that on my, uh, timelines of any social media things that I use, you can follow me at the Bray D. Um, I've seen a lot of people now finding uh, Showtime has uploaded the Moro Ronaldo documentary months ago for free on YouTube. Mm. And so many people are finding it now and watching it now that this has come up. And it's quite interesting. And I feel like uh, more, I know for a fact, a lot of people who were at Full Sail tonight, went, before the camera started rolling live on USA, Moro got a crazy reaction here at Full Sail. Like it was like a return almost. That's awesome. Uh, so I, I feel like people have Moro's back here. Uh, I, I definitely uh, support Moro Ronaldo. I think he's fantastic. And now I think he's like going to be more over than he ever was, just instantly. Yeah. I, I mean, he's not everyone's cup of tea, right. but it's... Like mental health is is such a prevalent thing yeah. in 2019. Uh, I have a lot of friends who who suffer. Mm-hmm. I've I've lost friends through mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether you're a fan of his work artistically or not, or this is the case with anyone, um, you got to support each other. Right, like build people up. Don't bring people down. Yeah, it's down. very weird yeah. that this ha- this is something that happened in a company. Like, it's just strange. And yeah. it's still, still, the apology was not something I kind of thought was an apology, really. Uh, just quite interesting. I'm just so disconnected from having anything Corey Graves kind of has to say. Yeah. Because it's like, you're kind of 
a dick for no reason. And I'm kind of a, I was a big fan of him, uh, to yeah. be honest. So it just kind of makes me go, uh, weird. Okay. Um, so Moro Ronaldo back here tonight in NXT. Uh, Mamma Mia. And uh, there's a picture floating around on Twitter and everywhere, a square circle of uh, Beth and Moro hugging it out in the beginning here. Just, That's awesome. just makes you smile. Uh, so they're welcoming, welcoming him back here. Uh, so we start off NXT tonight, and there was a match announced that is no longer happening. And Killian Dane comes out. He kind of interrupts Morrow's intro here, kind of introdu- introducing the show. And Killian Dane is in the middle of the ring and says, uh, I want to fight. So Damian Priest is injured and can't have his match tonight. He can't. ribs, is it? Yeah, he it's got, yeah, yeah, from one of those sentons. From the, yeah, from the uh, Survivor the War games. War games match, yeah. So Killian Dane doesn't have an opponent, and he says, uh, I want to fight. So someone come out here. Well, someone does. Pete Dunn comes out. Uh, he runs down to the ring, and they instantly start to fight. Um, there's like a guillotine into an arm thing, and when you know, Pete Dunn tries to... Break your fingers! Uh, break your fingers. He breaks the fingers or tries to. Uh, Mauro Ronaldo makes a hip-hop reference early on in the show just to make sure that Corey Graves is listening and watching. <laughs> um, there's Insane in the Membrane. Uh, Pete Dunn struggles uh, going up to the top rope. He's still selling a, a leg injury. But he uh, comes down and then eats, like, the running crossbody, which Dane calls the divide, the new divide. Um, there's uh, clotheslines from Dane. The Bruiser White fights, fights back. The Bruiser the bruiser White? The Bruiser White. The Bruiser Bear. Um, there's a moonsault to the outside and then a enziguri by Pete Dunn. Dunn hits a release German for a two count. Um, Dane hits like a suicide tope, but the camera didn't really quite catch it there. So, which I was like, Hey, what happened? Um, and Morrow says it's a runaway Dane. <laughs> um, there's the moonsault by Dunn, like I said, and then, the, the Belfast blitz, which is like a running cannonball into Dunn, into the steps, which Dunn sold, like guess he just died. I love this spot. Uh, Dunn counters the Vader bomb in the ring into a triangle, but then Dane counters the triangle into a sit-out power bomb. Um, Pete goes for a sleeper up top. They're up top on the top turnbuckle. And this is kind of weird because Dunn is like putting him in a sleeper, but his back is towards the mat. So why would you... Have you ever watched wrestling yeah, before Pete yeah. Dunn? Come on. So there, this is how Pete Dunn won the triple threat match, mm. if you go back to War Games. But this time it's off the top rope, and this time there's no Damian Priest to catch him. Off the top rope, Dane like basically falls asleep from the sleeper, falling backwards with Dunn, lands on Dunn, like crushing him. And he's laying on top of him. The ref counts he, it. He kind of landed awkwardly. Normally, when we see these, it's like a it's a flat back bump, but he yeah. sort of landed awkwardly on his tailbone. It did yeah. look pretty. You're right. It did look like it hurt. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. Dane gets the pin here because he's just laying on top of Pete Dunn. I mean, cool finish, but realistically, you could have maybe set it up differently because Pete, like, that's that's wrestling. Like, you climb yeah. up, that, you're going to fall that way. Wouldn't you? What did you expect was going to happen in that there's, scenario? Yeah, there's there's even, literally... Even if you put the guy to sleep, yeah. he's going to fall back on top of it you. It literally didn't make twice sense. the size. Yeah. Uh, and Dunn is... Dunn's like a smart wrestler. Yeah. Like, his style is is educated. It's technical. like very technical. Which, Striking. Um, this match didn't really do anything for me. No. I'm... I was kind of hoping that War Games would be the the kind of full stop on this feud, um, and it when Pete Dunne's music hit, I was like, oh, we're just going here again. Mm. And I like Dunne, and I like Dane. Just I thought as an opener, opener as well, just not really sure. I agree enough. No, I agree. You promoted the 
I mean, I know we're going to get to Kushida and his feud, but yeah. they were promoting Kushida's coming back. Could've I thought that, that could have been a bigger pop or something. Just, yeah, this didn't really do it for me. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I was kind of just like, okay, this was this was here. Uh, so Dane wins this match, though, so I guess we'll see where he kind of goes in, in some sort of direction. Don't know what you do with Pete Dunne, really. Um, Dakota Kai is backstage with Kathy Kelly. Um, she's wearing a really short T-shirt. It's yeah, like the it's, shortest T-shirt I've ever seen. It's what happens when I go to the laundromat. It's it shrinks. Either I'm putting on weight or I'm shrinking my clothes. <laughs> yeah, it's like barely. Uh, anyways, she's there. She says, uh, "How dense can Rhea Ripley be?" You see, I don't care that I took out Tegan Knox. You see, I'll take out all of them. She basically is saying, "Like I'm a bad bitch now. You can't fuck with me." Uh, I took out Tegan. I took out Mia Yim. I'll take out you. You see. I took out that hood rat, Mia Yim. Oh, baby. And I'll do it to you, too. So tonight, Rhea Ripley going against Dakota Kai later. We have a commercial for TakeOver Portland, Mm. February 16th in Portland. Are we going? TakeOver Portland? I don't think for this one. We got anyone in Portland who can put up the BDE in Portland? (laughs) Let's go. Um, Undisputed Era come out. They're coming down to the ring. Adam Cole, without Bobby Fish, by the way. Yeah, so he's got a neck injury, I think Yes, said. Bobby Fish was taken out of the match last week. Roddy was put in. Uh, and, yeah, it's, they, they mentioned that Bobby Fish has a neck injury from last week. So, Roderick Strong picking up the slack again, coming out with not only his North American title, but Bobby Fish's tag team title. So, mm-hmm. Roddy, Roddy Two Belts. Is what I'm calling him. Big fan. Roddy Two Belts. He, they all come out. Adam Cole grabs the microphone. He says that we had a November to remember. Undisputed Era are the Iron Men of NXT. You see Bobby Fish. He had a neck injury. And Keith Lee, he pounced me into the crowd like I'm some sort of rag doll. But I'm not a rag doll. I deserve respect. And Finn Balor, you kicked me in the head. I need answers. I'm kind of a, a little against Adam Cole asking Finn Balor for answers because, like, if I got if some dude kicked me in the head and I'm champion, I pretty much come to my senses that oh yeah, he kicked me in he the head. Yeah, he wants my title. Um, so he's waiting for Finn Balor to to answer him. But Keith Lee's music hits. He comes out and uh, <laughs> Keith Lee basically is is challenging Adam Cole here. But Kyle says. That, look, it's the man of the moment. It's Keith Lee. Keith momentarily. Uh, so many moments, Keith. So many, because he's the moment maker, Keith Lee. Um, after War Games, everyone was talking about you. After Survivor Series, everyone was talking about you. You're the bell of the ball, Kyle O'Reilly says. He says, Keith Lee, you went toe-to-toe with Roman Reigns and lost. Therefore, you're a loser. Who's a her? Keith Lee says, well, look, listen to me, Undisputed Era. That's true, but I'm a game changer. However, you have all the gold. So I turned the champ into a viral gif in one day. So you're welcome, which is the pounce from last yeah. week, which everyone was tweeting that when he went flying. Oh, I've shown so many people, even my <laughs> non-wrestling fans. I'm like, look at Watch this. this. And they're like, whoa. <laughs> that guy goes flying. Uh, so Keith Lee is like, hey, you know, I'm talk of the town, but how come I don't have you guys have all the gold and I want to change that. So he starts eyeing all four members of them wearing the titles, including Roddy Two Belts. And Kyle goes, ah, ah, my eyes are up here. <laughs> and he says, look, 
I'm just deciding what title I want from you boys. So there's a brawl. He starts attacking Cole. Roddy and Kyle beat up on Lee. But here comes Champa in for the save. Uh, Undisputed Era retreat. So um, tonight um, we're going to have a tag team, a six-man tag six-man team match. Tag. Uh, I really enjoyed this segment. I thought Kyle, like, we don't see him often on the mic, mm-hmm. uh, more so in the backstage stuff. I, I think he's hilarious. Yes, he uh, is. He seemed very comfortable. He's just like a a jerk, like a jerky sure. kid, isn't he? Uh, but very, very funny. And Keith Lee, complete opposite, just, I mean, he does. He basks in his glory. He's yes. just standing there soaking in. The crowd are getting louder and louder, chanting him. for him. And this is a crowd that love Undisputed Era, love chanting Adam Cole, baby, and all that stuff. And Keith Lee completely turning them around. Um yeah, I, I thought this was a lot of fun. Yeah, this I kind cool. of feel like this would have been a hotter opener, although it, it feels a bit raw to start. Like, yeah, they didn't want to do the same formula, yeah. but I mean, you, you still could have. It sets everything up. That's fine. I love when they were uh, running off as well. They're like, go, 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 quickly escape, <laughs> run! And obviously left the titles. Which... Yes, well, this is where I have... So So Champa has been challenged, has been like kind of chasing Goldie. Mm. The story of Goldie, Champa with the title, and he's not touched it. He's only stared at it, and he's like, Goldie, Daddy's coming home. Like, don't worry, yeah. I'm going to come back. But here, the title was left, and I'm talking to you. We were watching this, and I'm like, oh, I like how he doesn't touch it. Well, he, he grabs he the title, and he picks up Goldie, and he looks at it. So that is foreshadowing, if you ask me, what will happen with Champa. Um, I, I, I think that's definitely some foreshadowing. We'll get there when we talk about what is announced for next week. Um, up next... Zaya Lee is backstage. She has a like promo here. She says, "Last week, Shayna Baszler, you tried to bully me. Well, tonight, I'll show you that this is my moment. Shayna, get ready to fight the warrior." Zaya Lee challenging Shayna Baszler later tonight. I thought this was pretty good. We've yeah. not heard Zaya Lee talk before. I um, I don't know how. I imagine these are quite heavily scripted. The sort of foreign speakers. Um, but I thought she sounded the most natural out of all of the kind of um, foreign speakers we've had sure. talking English. It seemed quite comfortable for her. I also liked the way this was shot. It was shot differently. It was kind of close up. It was like closer up than usual. More like nice sh- updated shots here yeah. in wrestling. You don't usually see it like she that. She finishes with kicking at the screen. Yeah. I, th- wow. I thought this was a pretty good promo from her. Yeah. Short and sweet, but yeah, didn't. Didn't sound ridiculous at all. And like we I believed her. NXT used to. I'm going to say NXT used to be developmental, but like yeah. for someone like Zia Lee, like she's still here, kind of working uh, on she, it. She's yeah, she's, she's green. Been doing this just over a year. Yeah, she's green. Crazy. But like you know what? Like I can see her kind of going somewhere. Definitely, I think so. Yeah, yeah. She's she's got the she she wants to do it. I, I think so. I like this promo. Uh, we have a video package here for someone returning tonight. Kushida, mm. the time splitter. He says, two months ago, I had the biggest match against Walter here on NXT, and I broke my wrist. So I had two, they said it would take two months. So I've been taking this time to be with my kid, be with my family. He says, I've taken these two months to learn about love. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> uh, I don't fight for me. I fight for my family. I am Kushida, and I'm back. So Kushida uh, makes me almost cry here, watching, learning <laughs> about love. 
That's what he's fighting for. He's fighting for love. And you see his little girl in the park throwing wood chips at the camera. It's just a beautiful... This is so... He's taking the dad role. Yeah, so Roddy's in Undisputed Era now and doesn't talk about how he is married and has a kid. So they're like, hmm, who do we put the dad role to? Well, boom, Japanese dad here in Florida, Kushida. (laughs) The new dad of NXT, Kushida. Kushi dad. Kushi dad. Because she dad. Uh, so he's the dad, and he, lo- he he cares about love. And you know what? I think that can get over, in my opinion. One of the reasons I love Kota Ibushi so much is he's like, he's a golden lover. He's a lover. Yeah. So I'm a lover, not a fighter, and I approve Kushida <laughs> learning about love and teaching me about love. What is love? <laughs> well, you were you were uh, serving up our dinner at this. You missed Kushida's promo. We didn't talk about our dinner. I did. Yeah. So we do our weekly our weekly meal NXT meals. Our NXT meal to, tonight. I made a lamb Rogan Josh. Okay. So this is an Indian like curry dish. Yeah. And it's lamb Rogan Josh. Yes. But we couldn't come up with an NXT name, and this one's difficult. So I instantly this is not NXT related, but I call it. Joe Rogan Josh. Joe Rogan Josh. Yeah. And we have a couple of things. Oh, I've got a poll going at the moment. Okay. So we'll, we'll reveal at the end of the show what the Lamb Rogan Josh <laughs> is going to be called. Okay? We've got Lamb... Oh, people are on, like, this is... Big, no, there's this none. There's none. There's very excited. No, there's probably none. We've there's got two. We've got two. <laughs> I think uh, one of them is Lamb... Brogan. Oh! I it's that... Lamb Brogan Josh yeah. against Lamb Rogan Joshi Judas. Lamb Rogan, Rogan Joshi Judas. Judas. Wow, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> I don't know. That one's too long. Lamb Rogan Josh. Lamb Rogan Joshi. Yeah. Lamb Rogan Joshi Judas. That's exactly what oh, I said. Fuck. <laughs> I like Lamb Brogan Josh. We'll get back in. Yeah. We'll get back. <laughs> Uh, so we go now to Xia Li challenging the NXT Women's cha- Champion, Shayna Baszler. Uh, they mention here, the commentary, Morrow and them, mentioning um, there's, there was this VR experience that they filmed at the Survivor Series weekend that you can go check out, which sounds really interesting. Yeah, so I, I noticed when watching Me the too. show, I thought it was, I was like, oh, look, you can charge your phone if you're front row now, because it was like these pods by the oh my by the barricades <laughs> but then i realized oh that's probably vr vr stuff we tried some vr in the summer oh it's terrifying yeah we we were on a rooftop balcony pool like lounge yeah and your friend's friend put vr goggles on us everyone was walking the plank and screaming and then i avoided it for so long and then finally you're like you gotta try it so i was walking the plank and i was like F- I, i'm like terrified i had some like fuck this i somehow push some buttons in the VR and then change the, the setting and now I had a jetpack and then I was flying in a jetpack above a city and I was like this is terrifying <laughs> I don't know if it would be as terrifying to watch a Shayna Baszler match up close though <laughs> that sounds <laughs> that sounds terrifying Xia uh, Li Shayna Baszler uh, they are both like kind of strikers now what we've seen of Xia Li is like she is it Wushu the like okay. kicks and stuff. I, I could be messing that up. And Shayna Baszler, who clearly has the MMA background and UFC, all that stuff. So both of them are kind of going uh, strikes for strikes, which was really interesting because Xia Li should be mad that she was beat up, and she is. So she's going straight after Shayna. Um, there's like a tornado spin kicks. Uh, Shayna then finally is like getting getting tired of Xia getting the upper hand. And goes to the outside and pulls Zaya's arm through the ropes, kind of working the arm now. She's working the arm and the the hand and does like a elbow stomp to the, like how she always does. Yeah, always looks so painful. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Lee, however, keeps fighting back. 
and then she goes up top and hits like a sunset flip and we're not quite sure if she's going to hit it but then walks forward and then hits a standing power bomb from the sunset flip this was awesome but only a two count she goes for the like Runs to the ropes and the tornado into the kick, which uh, Will Ospreay does. to the Robinson special, not quite. Yeah, the Robinson special. She goes for that, but is, Shayna moves out of the way. She misses the kick. Shayna locks in the Carafuda clutch, and Zia Lee taps out just like that. Shayna Baszler wins the match. Uh, standing tall here is Shayna, obviously. But yeah, this was a good little fun match for Zia. okay. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen Lee uh, get like a like a hope spot. Sure. Like maybe hit one of her moves and get a moment where you think, oh, is she going to pin the champ? And then it kind of makes Shayna switch into gear and be like, right, you're done now. Yeah, sure. Um, But this, this was okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I've fallen. I I wasn't, I've been a hater of Shayna for a long time, but then I kind of like got into the groove of her. But I will say, uh, watching the Survivor Series triple threat match, the main event, the women's match, I was very disappointed in that match. And now I think this, I have this Shayna stink again, where I'm like, ah, you uh, can go now. I'm done with you. I think it, Be she, gone. Needs, she needs a good story, and she needs a smaller, quicker opponent. I'll tell you what she needs. She needs to drop the title to Rhea Ripley in two weeks. But we'll get there. Yeah. Because Shayna, you can go. Go fight Becky for WrestleMania. Yeah, I think she's definitely some. It depends who she's facing. Yeah. Uh, I think anyone kind of similar style to her, it just doesn't work. Yeah. I think, uh, like, Kyrie Zane was her perfect opponent. And yes. they had some really, really good matches. I think that's the best. The story was there, and you've got the real kind of bully against... Yeah. I, I don't really... I like Rhea Ripley, but I don't hold out that much hope for a good match between her and Shayna, because I think they're quite similar. She's a squasher. Mm. She's squash Shayna. And start the women's like division over... The women's division here is the strongest Watch in pro wrestling. Brock her. Brock, Shayna, get out of here. Go win okay. the Rumble. Beat, fight Becky at Mania. Rana comes out to set up the future Mania with them. It's a whole story there. I think she's just run her course here. I think. Oh, yeah. No I, disrespect I think, to her, but like it's time. I think they're waiting for the right person yeah. to end this epic reign. She should and, win the Women's and Rumble. And please the right person for it. Lose the title. Win the Women's Rumble. Fight sure. Becky. Sounds Boom. good. Book it. Uh, someone is here visiting Full Sail. Cassius Ono, yeah, the knockout artist, and finally, finally, he's found a tailor. Yeah, he. he I thought he looked good here. He did. He's wearing and a he suit. Looks, he often looks like shit. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Cassius Ono, but you often don't look dr- good. dress too well. You look sharp here. He's looking fly. Congrats. He was looking fly. It's because he's, he's been earning. The GBP. He's been earning pounds rather than dollars, so it's worth more. Yes. So you know can, why? Because he's over in the UK. He's been over in the UK. That's why. If you've been watching NXT UK, then you've been watching some of Cash's own. He fought Tyler Bate in an awesome match. He's mm-hmm. been fighting everyone. British Rules match or whatever. He's been all over the place. He says, look, knockout artist no more. I am the wrestling genius. You see, I'm here to reannounce a career. You see, I, go- I went across the pond to NXT UK and... I beat everyone. I'm the best British wrestler. So there's this pay-per-view coming up called Worlds Collide, Royal Rumble Weekend, where the Saturday, NXT UK will go against NXT in a battle of the brands. And there's some matches that are already kind of teased and we're looking forward to. But he says that I'm here tonight in full sail to give a little taste of Worlds Collide because I am, in fact, the greatest British wrestler (laughs) alive. 
Fantastic. <laughs> um, so we've been doing the the was next. We just watched him today, t- t- today yeah. on a show where he's the knockout artist, and that character did not suit him at all. I instantly think the snobby wrestling geek is the better Absolutely, character yeah. for him. Uh, yeah, because he like British res- wrestling is a a style more so than like where you were born. Sure. So he's been over there, and he he is. A, as you say, wrestling geek, he studies wrestling. Yeah. In in the episode we were watching today, it's saying how much he, he, he watches te- tapes and stuff like that. So I kind of like that. He's adopting this, I'm the greatest British wrestler. <laughs> it's really <laughs> funny. Uh, so he's giving us a taste of UK NXT here. Uh, no, I, I, I mean, we've given this guy shit uh, for some of his stuff, but he's this is the perfect role for him. It fits him perfectly. He, he, he should continue with this. Uh, and I also think he's he's a cool guy. I think uh, I would love to listen to him and John Pollock just nerd out about wrestling for an hour. That's yeah. that's my dream podcast right there. <laughs> just like talk about like old school shit, Japanese shit, death matches, anything this yeah. guy can get. And t- they, those two could talk. It'd be fantastic. Uh, so we'll see him later tonight. But as for now, we have a tag team match. The Forgotten Sons going up against Evolve wrestlers. Uh, Adrian Alanis. Adrian Alanis and Leon Ruff as part of The Skulk. The Skulk. Not not Alanis Morissette, who just announced it to her. Not her. Are we Are going? We going? <laughs> <laughs> Are we 40-year-old women? <laughs> well, you called me a boomer earlier, so yes, I guess we're going. All right. Tickets are on you. Uh, so, uh, Alanis Morissette and Leon Ruff. No, Adrian Alanis. So, yeah, these guys, I, I've been watching Evolve uh, quite a bit recently, been doing the Evolve shows, and uh, Leon Ruff especially is is really fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, Adrian Alanis, um, still, like, he's still pretty new, um, but Leon Ruff is very exciting. So, I was quite excited to see these guys in their NXT debut, yeah. uh, and then the match happened. Yeah, well, we kind of knew what was going to happen yeah. to your boys here. Uh, the Forgotten Sons will be forgotten no more. Uh, the match earlier, uh, Wesley Blake hits a Northern Lariat, or Balake, Wesley Balake. Nor- Wesley Blake hits a Northern Lariat. Um, he tags in and out with, um, I'm confusing the, they are literally forgotten. Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler. Cutler. Yes. Every week. Come on. Oh, my God. On, that's the name. Now. That's their gimmick, though. Like, literally. Uh, and they also look the same. There's a buckle bomb. Alanis gets in there. There's a huge, like, Daniel Bryan-style knee lift Psycho here. knee. Yeah, it looked fucking awesome. Uh, cr- yeah, C- Cutler. I'm, I'm joking how I'm forgetting his name, but Steve Cutler, like, hits both, a flying knee. these guys are really good. They're stepping it up. Yeah. Every time they... They fight. They're they're stepping it up. There's a huge German release. Uh, Blake is back in. They hit the reverse DDT on Alanis, and they pin him. The reverse DDT top rope stomp combo. Uh, I feel like they could get a more devastating move. Yeah. But that's how they win the match. After the match, Leon Ruff is kind of just chilling in the ring like, oh, we lost. And uh, the Forgotten Sons, Jackson Riker. Jackson Riker here. Picks him up with a choke slam in the ring, choke slams him over the ropes. His body like bounces off the apron and just falls. This, this was, guy dies. This was not Leon Ruff. I are you okay? okay? There's an evolve show this weekend. Oh my god! I hope he can make it. Uh, and they didn't even replay it. They just went to commercial, which was crazy. <laughs> what? I mean, maybe because it was that bad. I, I don't know. I don't know. This was or he's okay. I don't know what like you're either landing on the apron or you're landing on the floor and I yeah. don't know which is Hurt. I guess the apron's going to be better. I don't know. I uh, thought it was kind of cool that Evolve guys were there and name checked them but yeah. um, also a bit confused why if you are going to name check them and shout out Evolve why 
kill, kill them. them. Mm. I, I feel kind of you could have just had them under different names or any or something and whatever. It's showcase. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's the levels, the food chain yeah. in pro wrestling. Uh, so, yeah, this apron spot was nasty. This I mean, nuts. it's the hardest part of the ring. It is. So, ouch. Uh, we have uh, Dakota Kai coming out. And her new Titantron here is literally just the clips of her beating the shit out of Tegan Knox. Amazing. It's just that clip <laughs> replayed backwards and forwards. This is what I missed. They, they stopped doing like the highlight reel uh, for Titantrons. It's yeah. just your name now. Yeah. And some graphics. So here so. was literally just her beating Tegan Knox up with the cage doors opening and swinging back and forth, <laughs> uh, like black and white. And Dakota kind of comes out with the, the knee brace, holding it up. The, the A side. trophy. Yeah. Showing the disrespect of Tegan Knox. Uh, <laughs> and then Nigel's like, oh, yeah, look at her coming out. She says she's beating up Tegan Knox. She's beating up that hood rat. <laughs> I'm like, I love hearing the word hood rat on NXT. <laughs> uh, so... Dakota Kai has a matchup here against Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley's music hits. This is my brutality. Uh, Rhea Ripley has a microphone, though. And she says, look, Dakota, you set us up at war games. Clever girl. She says, very clever. But the funny thing about setups is right now. And Mia Yim's music hits, who Dakota also attacked to take out of the war games match... Um, which set up her whole plan, essentially, for the attack on Tegan and everything. Mia Yim comes down and attacks Dakota Kai. They start brawling. It's not an official match, but the ref's like, what the hell's going on? They start fighting. Um, Now, Mia Yim is in sweatpants and Tim's. Yeah. Like boots. Big, fat boots with a big, thick sole. She hits, like, the haluva kick, like the pump Dakota Kai kind of style kick in the corner, and you just see the boot hanging there, and she, like... Jokingly dusts off the Tims. Oh, that would hurt so much. I love Tims. I need a new fresh yeah, pair. Uh, I just got a pair. Yeah, I need a new fresh pair. But she's looking fly. But getting kicked in the head by some Tims. Damn. Oh my god, that sounds terrifying. And I don't know how you block that or not make that hurt. Even it rubbing against your skin would hurt. It's the thick rubber. Yeah, like, like grippy. Damn, soul, like, girl, yeah. you wilding. Damn, girl, with your Tims. <laughs> with your Tims. Uh, I want some pink Tims. Do you? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so she's beating her up, kicking her around, but Dakota Kai fights back, and Rhea Ripley's just ringside, cheering her on here. And uh, Dakota Kai is like beating her up, but then here comes Shayna Baszler. She runs out. It's a complete brawl. Shayna gets the Karafuda clutch on Rhea Ripley, and Rhea Ripley breaks out of it. And Shayna's like so shocked here, like, ah. So she continues to fight down, and here come Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir, the horsewomen. They interfere, and they, they're trying to interfere. Rhea Ripley gets the clutch on again, but is about to break out. But Marina and Duke grab her arms and pull her through, like basically holding her there while yeah. the clutch is locked in. And the sleeper is applied. They let go, and finally Ripley is now locked in the clutch. It took three women to put her down. So yeah, now we know Ripley is the person that can break out of the mm. Karafuda clutch and it takes three people to lock it in. Um, Don't try this at home. The Karafuda clutch challenge. <laughs> Remember the master lock? Yeah. I love that. When the master lock, I went to all my little brother's friends but like, you ever heard of the master lock challenge? They're like, what's that? Okay, so I put you in this move and you can't get out ever. And they're like... <laughs> Let's go. I'm like, all right. And like, once you lock it, you just can't get out. That's the that's this here. So Rhea Ripley can clearly break it, but it took three, three people, people to do it. So Rhea Ripley is asleep. The referees are like, hey, Shana, get out of here. Rhea, Rhea Ripley is out cold, taking a nap. 
Shayna grabs a microphone and says, Huh, not so tough now, Nightmare. She's probably having a nightmare. Sweet dreams. She says, You want a title match against me? I want a title match. December 18th, you get it. Mic drop. Yeah, so December 18th is the last show, like, last live show of the year. Yes. It feels like they're building it up to be a big special episode yes. uh, to close the year out. So, the last first match yeah. announced, a women's title match between these two. So, December 18th is uh, going to be a big NXT show, the last one to close it out, and this is the title match. Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler, NXT cha- Women's Championship. I'm pretty excited. I think Rhea Ripley's got her number. Uh, we see Champa and Lee uh, backstage, and they're talking about how they have a six-man tag. Uh, they're going to be joined with Dijakovic in the six-man tag later tonight against Undisputed Era. We have a vignette here, video package for Finn Baller. He says, my future will be my past checkmate. Uh, it's showing a lot of clips of him as NXT champion and such and such. So they're just kind of keeping you fresh in his mind. that And, and, the, and the kick in the clip of to Adam Cole. Right. To kind of show that he's not aligned with the, yeah. these other bad guys. There's a video package. Lots of video packages for Swerve. Hey, uh, David, um, whose house is it? Swerve's house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much my reaction to that. But, I mean, I like the guy. But I'm like, all right. You're like a if, if just, yeah. Uh, I was oh my god! You just read my mind. I was like, if is he trying to cut a promo equivalent of a flow rider song? That's what he said. If he like. is, I'm yeah. in. I'm yeah. all about that. <laughs> Give me the green light, baby. <laughs> Swerve. Uh, flow rider should come out with the song called oh, Swerve. Yeah. He's probably working on it right now. Uh, so Swerve says that I'm cool, calm, and collective, and confident. I'm relentless. Whose house? Swerve's house. So we'll be seeing more of Swerve here on NXT in Swerve's house. Welcome to Swerve's house. Love it. Yeah. I'm going to go listen to some Flowrider. Does anyone ever put Flowrider on purposely? Do you ever? Tell me the truth. You do. Don't lie to me. I'll put it in a yeah, mix. Yeah, I know. I'll, yeah, I'll put, put it, it in a, a mix. WrestleMania weekend mix. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. That's when you're allowed it to. definitely played at the tailgate. Oh, like four times. <laughs> I, every like half hour, I walked over and played it. <laughs> that or all in. <laughs> so. You just, yeah, John Pollock's greatest hits, pretty much. <laughs> We have our next matchup, the wrestling genius, genius, the greatest British wrestler ever alive, Cassius Ono. He comes down and he's challenging someone here in NXT to a fight. Well, his challenge is answered by bro. Matt Riddle comes out. Now, these two have history here in NXT. Matt Riddle like beat him in, like, what, 10 seconds yep. in NXT TakeOver. They've had multiple matches on TV. He kind of is the guy who sent Cassius Ono away, mm. essentially, if in that storyline. So these two tie it up in the beginning here. They're going uh, hold for hold. Uh, they're both very technical, both do striking. This is a, I, I could watch these two kind of wrestle all the time. Yeah, and commentary is really selling. Look, Ono uh, is a wrestling genius and yeah. will have been studying his matches against Riddle to see where it all went wrong. He's been away for a few months, yeah. working all these other guys, different styles. So he's back to defeat Riddle. Uh, he kind of like ha- he has Riddle in some sort of like hold here because he keeps doing wrestling holds, old school wrestling holds. And he goes, I'm a wrestling genius, bro. Uh, but Riddle fights back, hits a huge German suplex, like dead lifts Cassius Ono, who's a big dude. Mm. Uh, Riddle hits some kicks. Ono retreats. And then there's like a, a PK off the apron. Um, there's a throat thrust from Ono. There's yeah, this was as the as the ref's back was turned. He like chopped him in the throat yeah. and then hit a big boot. 
uh, big boot to the face, then the cravat, uh, then straight jacket. He's basically going from different holds to different holds because he's the wrestling genius. Armbar. Um, there's uh, Morrow says that Ono is getting lit up like a Christmas tree because Riddle fights back with a series of strikes to his chest. Um, there's the uh, bro to sleep, the power bomb, and the final flash knee. Then the floating bro, which I say, when does he ever hit this move? Well, he hit it, and only a two count. Yeah, the floating bro, which is the jumping, flipping, like a cool two sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, only a two count. Ono fights up, somehow gets to his feet, locks in the cravat, and this time hits a cravat suplex, which is an awesome-looking wrestling move. Classic here. Um, they're then going counter for counter, reverse to reverse. It's insane. Riddle hits a pop-up knee, picks up Ono on his shoulders, and hits the bro Derek and pins which the wrestling genius. Which is pretty impressive on a guy the size of Cassius Ono Definitely. To, to pick him up. Um, I thought this kind of sucked okay not the match itself um but just i think this was completely wrong booking wise okay you've got why the next big event nxt are having is the nxt versus nxt uk the first mention we've had about it on tv is from cassius ono who's been away in the uk he's representing nxt uk this was the only mention of this show on it was from Mm -hmm. cassius ono and he comes and loses for a fourth time against, <laughs> against Riddle. Matt Riddle. I I think this is the wrong match. I think Ono should have just destroyed someone. Okay, well, wait. Does this set up Riddle to fight someone bigger at World Cup? That's fine. I've not got a problem with, yeah. like, I just don't think Riddle should have been the guy he faced. I think okay. Ono should have come here and, won. and made a statement. And then you put on commentary, oh, well, NXT UK have... Fired the first shot for World's Collide. You, you just had Walter at Survivor Series. Yeah be first eliminated fucking in fucking three minutes. It just NXT UK, it just looks like a joke. So it is. why do I care about NXT versus NXT UK when I know that the show on the other side of the pond is essentially a show full of jobbers? Yeah, it's it, true. It didn't make any sense to me. The match was fine. I yeah. mean, we've seen them have... I didn't think it was anything to write home about. No. Um, I thought the bit where Riddle was doing the kicks to the chest looked pretty weak, to be honest. It's kicking the wrestling um, genius. And... Yeah, I, I mean, you could have finished it with the uh, the rest back turn, the palm strike, and then do his his club to the back of yeah. the head. And Ono needed to look strong after this, and he didn't at all. He just looks like a joke. I don't think he's going to even be on that card. Probably not. Yeah. You know, I kind of want Walter Adam Cole to be the main. I think yeah. that's a big drawing card. I think that's a big main event in any wrestling. In wrestling in 2019 mm. or in 2000, 2020, when it's going to happen. The big draw right there. Walter, Adam Cole, book it. But what is Matt, who does Matt Riddle face from NXT UK? Kind of booking-wise, what makes a good card here? Because, yeah, I don't want to see some jobbers. I mean, I feel you had Raul Mendoza come out teasing a match later. He should have been in this position. Sure, yeah. He should have come out, had a fun match against Ono. But lost. And lost. Yeah. Um, and uh, Mendoza's great in that position. I will agree make, with you. Make... Ono look dominant and maybe call out Riddle and have that down the line. But as the first thing, the first like program for Worlds Collide, and I thought this sucked. We have a lot of people messaging us, being like, "Oh, you guys don't really watch or talk about NXT UK." But it's like, this is why. Does this anyone watch it? Because when you watch it, sure, there's, you can pick and choose and see some good stuff. But week to week, it's it I drags. Mean, we talk about. Like, we rarely see a commercial for NXT on Raw or SmackDown, and now they're starting to a little bit. Yeah. 
I've never seen an NXT UK no. commercial on NXT. It's weird. It's it's unfortunate. I just can't. It's just too much wrestling to watch. And why would I want to watch some of the stuff? They just don't. You can see there's the, the care is not there as much. There's and, not as much like influence there for and something. And spoilers, um, but the tapings have happened. Like the takeover is fucking Joe Coffey against Walter. See, they're why? so hot off of what people. I don't want to see Gallus or Joe Coffey. Yeah, they're, they're not. Good. And I don't think that's going to be a good match. I like Walter, but no, like. They're you've hot off that Devlin, match. You've got Travis Banks. You've got yeah. Tyler Bate, Ten Seven. All those guys there. Joe Coffey. Sorry, but that doesn't interest me at all. If I'm WWE or whoever's running the UK the NXT UK stuff, you sh- if you're in the UK, you should be looking at all the stuff. I am here in Canada. We pick and choose what wrestling we watch. We got to watch Devlin David Starr, and we saw it. We went after it to watch it. Like we found it and watched it, and it was fantastic. If you're like working in NXT UK, you should be like, okay, now we need to top this. How do we do this? Yeah, Joe Coffee. No, that's not how you do it. So many people are talking about Walter Tyler Bate from Cardiff Takeover, and it was amazing. But that's it. Now it's cold again. It's just instantly gone. Inst- like gone again, and it's just like, okay, well, too bad. So I don't know what you book at Worlds Collide other than that main event for me to make me interested. I'm gonna watch it. Obviously, we're gonna do a show about it. But that's a big draw. Adam Cole, Walter. Anything else? I'm like, what? Gallus, Undisputed Era, Roddy versus. Like, what do you? What? I mean, you can. I, I'd like to see uh, Imperium, like Marcel Bartel and yeah. Fabian Eichner. Those against. But we've seen them in tag. NXT losing against yeah. these teams yeah. before as well. I think it would be that would be a great match. Whatever they're in. Like, I love those guys. But. I'm not trying to sound negative against NXT UK, because I do pick and choose and watch it sometimes when we just don't talk about it, because sometimes it's not anything to, to talk about. Uh, there's some good matches here and there, but a lot of the time it's like, wow, okay, you're just taping a bunch in bulk and putting it out there for kind of no real storytelling, no no incentive for me to actually watch when there's yeah. so much other things to go out to, there to watch, so... Uh, yeah, I I would love to be. I watched a lot of it when it started. I would love to be more into it again. And they got the characters there. Devlin is one of my favorite wrestlers, and I, I would watch him if he was oh, put he's the, had put a the hell of a yeah, day, yeah put the strap on him. And he, he's star, or maybe not because Walter. But anyways, that's our take on our NXT UK <laughs> that yeah. we just dipped into there. But I guess we will be because the worlds collide is coming up. So absolutely. And uh, if they, if they do start doing some crossover stuff, yeah. like I will watch because I. Like, I could be intrigued exactly. in Worlds Collide, but the first move for it? No, I'm not interested. Matt Riddle, Tyler Bate. That's what I want. Sure. Yeah, yeah. book it. Uh, well, someone is returning here to NXT. Just re- Do we just call it regular NXT? Just NXT. Just yeah. NXT. Kushida. The returning Kushida. He's here to teach us about love. He comes down. He's time-splitting. He's going to be going up against Raul Mendoza, but... As Raul Mendoza is making his entrance, he is attacked out of nowhere. A flying Baba Duke, the the stomp, the 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 cave in. Sorry, this was fantastic. Yeah, this move coming out of nowhere caves in Raul Mendoza. He instantly grabs a microphone and says, "You're fighting me now, boy." This is landing on the like the ramp as well. Yeah, this, this would have been painful. Ouch. I thought this looked awesome. This can be. This is his RKO out of nowhere. Yeah, essentially, and it works. It. Yeah, he's the best at this move. Yeah. People have taken this move from him, but he does it so. Kawhi Leonard in 2K19. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, yeah. <laughs> we downloaded Kawhi Leonard after the Raptors win last year. And <laughs> whoever created it was like, yo, this move's going to be his finish. <laughs> um, so, Kushida, Cameron Grimes, one-on-one, take my money. Like, literally, yeah. this is like a takeover level match. Uh, I didn't get to that level, but I would definitely like to see it again. Let's get into it. They scuffle in the beginning. Cameron Grimes tries to out-brawl him. 
Um, Kushida does his handspring kick, sending Grimes out of the ring. Uh, he goes up top, hits a beautiful picture, perfect, like sent on off the top to the outside. Just fantastic. Back in the ring, Kushida locks in an octopus stretch. Uh, he turns it into some sort of like crazy armbar attempt. Yeah, holds. this was almost like, you know, how Pentagon breaks people's arms. Mm-hmm. He does the armbar and then yeah. he it back. This was sort of like that with the octopus stretch because they showed on Bending the replay it. how far back uh, Grimes' arm was. It looked pretty cool. Yeah, uh, so he's bending on his arms. He does the handspring like one of our favorite wrestlers, Tajiri. But as he comes back, he gets caught into a crazy German suplex by Grimes. Uh, He fights back, does his classic cartwheel into the basement dropkick. Does his, like, punching thing, which I'm not a huge big fan of anymore. I'm done. I'm over it. The Kushidas? The Kushida. The baseball. Yeah. Yeah, it's looked cool before. It kind of just looked a bit off tonight. You know, Um, a cool punch? The Superman forearm by Cameron Grimes. Um, and then Cameron Grimes does this spot where he backflips onto you, then German suplexes you. But he, as he's going for this move, we've seen him do it. Kushida scouts it, counters it into an O'Connor roll, and Kushida pins Cameron Grimes just like that. It kind of protects Grimes, so I could see a rematch down the line, perhaps at a takeover, just a TV program. Just fantastic, because I love both these yeah, guys. Yeah, I think we'll see another one of this. Uh, the way Grimes sold the loss, I think he's definitely going to want retribution. Yeah. And it was kind of just a snippet. It's like, this is what we can do, but we're not giving it all mm-hmm. to you yet. Um, I enjoyed this. Yeah, good to see Kushida back. I love this Great guy. Back, one yeah. of my favorites, um, not just because of the Back to the Future tie-in, and I'm obsessed, but because he's not even kind of mentioning that anymore. Now he's all about love, baby. Mm. That's all you need. Uh, all we need is love. So Kushida kind of going forward. I think Kushida could be a really big star here in NXT if used properly. And I think Triple H is very smart here in NXT. And whoever's running NXT is pretty smart. Continuing storylines. They're kind of getting it right and continuing that. I, I want to see this match again, though. Cameron Grimes shouldn't be slept I think, on. I think we will. In a, maybe in the new year. Maybe even in that uh, December 18th show. I'll tell you, I need to see Raul Mendoza against Cameron Grimes now. Yeah, next I week, mean, that's maybe. what you can do next week. Yeah. Um, I thought Mendoza as well, just for his entrance. You could see he's like, okay, this my first time on USA Network. Yeah. I'm going to make the most of my 30 seconds. He was really going for it with his and entrance. He's like, Viva la Raza! And then caved in. Well, you hear Daniel Bryan always says that about that WrestleMania match against Sheamus. Oh, uh, he's like he knows he's going to lose in yeah. seconds. He's like, I'm going to make this the best entrance I possibly and he got can. over as fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. Uh, so our main event time is the undisputed era minus Bobby Fish against Champa, Keith Lee, and Bobby Fish. Uh, not Bobby Fish. Oh my god, Bobby Fish is out of the match. Yeah. Sorry, Dijakovic. Um, Undisputed Era, Champa, Keith Lee, and Dominic Dijakovic. This match starts off. Dijak is beating on Kyle early on. Hits like a splash from like the middle of the ropes there uh, for a one-two. Roddy tags in, and uh, Dijak dumps him like Kyle. He lifts up Kyle and drops him on Roddy, which looked painful. Uh, there's like a sit-out choke bomb and backpack stunner combo during the break. Uh, fast forward, and they're all working, tagging in and out on Dijak, not allowing him to tag in Champa or Keith Lee. It takes all three members at one point. It's like a tug of war. All three pulling Keith Lee. It looked really funny. It's like a train of Undisputed Era. Uh, they pull him back, not letting him in. But, of course, Dijak finally makes the hot tag to Tomasa Champa. He comes in. He's beating up everyone. Hits the, the spike rope DDT on Roderick Strong. Hits crazy knees. 
Project Champa on Kyle O'Reilly, just killing him. I don't think he'll be playing air guitar for the rest of the night because oh, that looked like it hurt. Wow. Um, Roddy then uh, is is getting beat up and gets a – I wrote double high, but I don't know what that means. So my spell check has taken over my notes. Um, wasn't it the – wasn't the, the knee to the Double knee, yeah. sorry, yes. Roddy uh, and Kyle somehow come back to life and are hitting double knees. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's chaos. All three of these guys are fantastic. Uh, Lee is on the outside. He's, like, faking to go, like, jump. But Undisputed Era are smart enough to, like, dodge it. And instead, Dijek now, from inside to the outside, hits a springboard, like, I think... To, to, I'm going to say Toledo, Tostito. A twisting it splash. Was a, yeah, corkscrew. like a corkscrew plancha. Crazy. This guy is like seven, not seven, six, seven. Six, seven. Oh my God. He's a springboard spinning move to the outside. Crazy. Just insane to everyone. Uh, gets in there. They go back in the ring, but someone who's not in the match appears. The man in black, Finn Balor, with the shotgun drop kick to, uh, to Adam Cole, sending him into the referee, knocking him out. Picks up Champa, hits the 1916, and this beautiful shot as Finn Balor's in the corner with his finger guns to Champa, to Adam Cole. We see an emerging Keith Lee emerging from the depths, the creeping, creeping this shot Keith was Lee. Awesome, yeah, this is they awesome. were very tight on Balor, and yeah. it's like it's kind of you seen with Undertaker where he does his sit up. It was almost like that. He just comes out of nowhere, just rises. A wild Keith Lee appears. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> what it was. And Keith Lee is like, Ugh. he attacks him. It's chaos. Um, when this is all happening, the Keith Lee picks up Adam Cole. He, he tosses Finn Balor, beats him up, tosses him. Adam Cole turns around. The ref is up, puts Cole up on his shoulders for the fireman into the jackhammer. Keith Lee pins the NXT champion, mm. Adam Cole. Uh, in celebration, William Regal comes out because everyone's kind of standing around. It's all confusion. It's all like a brawl. And William Regal says that on December 18th, the big show, Adam Cole will defend the NXT championship to the winner of next week's next week's match. It will be Finn Balor versus Champa versus Keith Lee. And the winner faces Cole. And Dijak's chilling in the corner like, He's like cool. oh, what am I, chop liver? Like... It's like, oh, okay, cool. Cool, bro. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so next week, Balor, Champa, Lee, triple threat, winner faces Cole the week after on December 18th. Yeah, I, the plan has, I mean, it's been Balor and Champa have been in the conversation for a while now. Plans and I think change. Lee had such a big weekend with War Games and Survivor Series that he's now being added into the mix. Uh, I think this match will be crazy yeah. next week. And it's also good because it, it allows you to have singles matches between all of them down the line as well um so yeah that should be great that match is next week we're also having the rematch between leo rush and angel gaza yes uh next cruiserweight week. title uh, there was a little video package there hyping yes. that up that should be really good um so i think the next two weeks look pretty exciting tonight didn't really do it for me yeah this felt like an episode of nxt that was just kind of there and i think that's the first time i had this feeling since being on usa i i've kind of got a theory so we've had these feuds going, and with War Games, it it has you've got all those feuds, but meshed into a multi-man yeah. match. Same with the women. So none of these feuds feel fresh coming out. We right. we kind of just had a little hold on the actual feuds, the actual title picture, and, and that kind of thing. Battle and war, and so now it just feels. I just feel like we saw it. Champa, Cole, Bala, like it's 
it's time to come to a head mm-hmm. and takeovers not for a while. Um, so I like that they're treating the December 18th show as a big deal. Sure. Um, but it just didn't feel too fresh for me tonight. No, uh, me it too. It was much of the same. Good action, as always. I mean, all these guys are incredible wrestlers. My favorite match was the main event here. From, of course, yeah. yeah. Um, just didn't didn't quite do it for me tonight. Not that it was bad, but... Um, we didn't mention Kyle O'Reilly coming out to the match at the end here with the two titles. Yeah. He was, too, he was wearing both he was tag titles. Belts, yeah. He couldn't play them on air guitar because he's got <laughs> two of them. He can't play them like that. Uh, so, yeah, the, the, the triple threat next week is interesting. That's crazy. Uh, I could see some... Uh, interference from someone maybe returning, maybe Gargano with Finn Balor. Uh, I could see Champa winning and then kind of not, maybe not see the title. Cole doing the usual dumb thing where he interferes and like it's, it's a no contact. Yeah, Regal's going to come out and say, "Look, War Games, <laughs> <laughs> December eighteenth, full sale War Games." Imagine. Uh, so yeah, this sounds great. This episode was like okay, it wasn't anything bad, but it necessarily didn't really stand out to me. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, the Wednesday night, even though, you know, we, we're two weeks winning. We're going to win next week. We're going to win this week with all... The NXT's winning the Wednesday night wars. Um, so should we see what some of uh, our feedback, our posters think of NXT Absolutely. this week? Uh, every Wednesday night, we do go live at 10.30 after NXT on our YouTube. Uh, but we also post up on the post-wrestling forum. Forum.postwrestling.com is free to join, free to post, all that. And uh, you can write in your feedback. So uh, do you want me to start? Do you want to start? Oh, stop. Let's <clears throat> go for it. Uh, it is mystery. Not too much interesting tonight. So here are my thoughts on what actually interested me. Zaya got some okay offense in, but Shayna pretty much rolled her. Ripley came across as a massive asshole before her match with Dakota Kai. It was kind of justified, but at the same time, it kind of wasn't since she started this entire thing. Rhea versus Shayna on December 18th. I couldn't care less, to be honest. Oh. Part of me wants to see Shayna retain, not because of kayfabe reasons, but because last week on Backstage, Paige mentioned that Rhea said one of her biggest inspirations is Ronnie Radka, Ooh. which is a big yikes from me and yeah. makes me completely okay. lose any respect. I don't know who that is. Uh, I believe it's Paige's boyfriend. Um, he's just made some not so nice things on Twitter. Okay. He's kind of a dick. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, where the hell is Yosha Rai? Two weeks in a row that yep. there hasn't even been a mention of her or her status. Exactly. I know she's supposedly over in Japan right now, but they couldn't even pre-tape anything or build anything up for her eventual return. It's kind of infuriating, and it feels like they are intentionally trying to cool her down, which is sad considering she's easily one of their most over and popular stars. Yes. Um, I just read uh, she did an interview with Poppy yeah, for Revolver. That. It was really interesting. It's short, but it was interesting, and she... She's pretty smart about wrestling. She said that why she left Japan. She's like over there in Japan, it's more of a sport. But I am more into. I want to create like a character, and I want to like perform. do a, Yeah, I want to be a performer. Okay. So I, I appreciated the interview actually. Interesting. Uh, he says uh, Grimes looks like he would fit in on FarmersOnly.com commercial. <laughs> Question of the week: Who do you guys have for the man, woman, and rivalry of the year for NXT? Hey, we will get there. Whoa. We'll have a whole show about. Should that. we just say this right now? We're going to be joining John and Way for best and worst shows for post-wrestling, like a round table, kind of like the Law guys used to do back in the day. And it's going to be awesome because I thought that was our best show that we did last year. This is my favorite shows, But that's for everything wrestling, best and worst. For us here on Up Next, let's just say it. Get it out of the way right yep. now. We will be doing a Up Next best and worst of NXT show uh, 
sometime in the beginning of the year, January Yeah, something. so I believe there's two weeks where NXT are having a bit of a break, yes. and they're just doing their awards right. and stuff like that. So I think probably, uh, going to tentatively say the first week of January, yeah. that's probably when we'll put out and reveal our man, woman, and yes. rivalry of the year for NXT. More details on that to come and where you guys can write in and give your feedback and stuff. We are so, also are planning this crazy huge show called... We, we do a show called Best Match Ever for our Patreon. So we're doing our own like top 10 or top something matches of the year because wrestling was crazy this year. Yeah, and the way we're doing this is it's a ballot. It will be on our Patreon, yeah. uh, Patreon only. Uh, however, if you want to put your input, the, the post of our top 25 list, mm-hmm. this is for all of wrestling. Yeah. You can have a look. Uh, I'll tweet it out later tonight. Uh, have a look and message us. Message us your votes because we're doing this like a ballot style. So yeah. uh, so it will be different from our match of the year with John and Way and our NXT show. So we don't want to answer your we're questions answer here you, of who the best is yeah. yet. Just wait for that show. Absolutely. And you can be more involved when we come time for that at the end of this month towards January. Uh, but thank you for asking. We appreciate the feedback. Kissy Boots. Hello, my NXT. Are you ready? Yep. Friends. 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 I thought Zia Lee's English was pretty good tonight, even though the kick and intense look was a bit over the top for me. I love her look and ring entrance, though. NXT's Katana. Oh, yeah. They added, like, red lights to her entrance yeah. now, which looked pretty cool. She's uh, getting hyped up to join the Fiend. Yeah, she's Zaya Fiend. The, the, the re- Zaya Fiend. Um, someone should have told Cassius Ono that the camera was to his right. Uh, Dakota Kai's entrance video is genius. <laughs> Ripley owns the arena when she comes out. So does Shayna. I'm loving the women's division, and NXT does have the best women's division. Yeah, I agree completely. There's no... no com- you, can't, you can't argue that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, good to see Morrow back. Uh, is it considered a pun if he says Mamma Mia during a Mia Yim match? No, it's not. <laughs> we go to Paul from New Jersey. Kind of a pedestrian es- episode of NXT this week. I didn't think Ripley and Kai would have uh, taken place, even though it was advertised. At least Shayna sounded ferocious. With Kai making enemies quick, do you give her muscle to back her up? That parking lot is dangerous. It's true. Most dangerous place in the would world. Would you give Dakota Kai muscle? Um, you know what? There's this team that's just been chilling in NXT house shows. They've not been on TV. Chelsea Green and the Virtuosa, uh, Deanna Perrazzo. They're okay. two, they're two like baddies. They could be her like team, her, her stable. That'd be cool. That could be all right. Yeah. Right. Because I feel like, yeah, they are going to be heels. It seems when they're At least coming. to start. Yeah. Yeah. That's a no, good I, start. I'd like that. That sounds yeah. a good team. Um, we go to Eva from London, the Shayna superfan with the Baszler random fact no one asked for. Shayna's favorite movie is Empire Strikes Back and won the 2017 and 2019 Women's Halloween Battle Royal dressed as Darth Vader. Oh, my God. And they've attached a photo here of the Darth Vader outfit, <laughs> which we talked a lot about Darth Vader outfits this past week on that uh, A New Hope yes. review that we did. Uh, overall, good show tonight. Morrow is back, but I'll focus on the women's scene. Lee versus Baszler was decent. Lee's kicks are crisp. I was looking forward to Kai versus Ripley, so not, was not happy to see Yim get thrown out. Yeah, I do agree. I was looking forward to that match, and then it kind of didn't happen. I think that's good, though. Like, build it up more. Um, he's, I, I, they continue. I won't lie, was pleasantly surprised that Baszler set up the title match and not Regal forcing her hand. I say who wins is a toss-up, though. If Baszler wins, it'll be shenanigans. If Ripley wins... 
who is a worthy successor. Baszler is likely to show up on Raw or SmackDown. Kyle O'Reilly, quote of the night is Kyle O'Reilly. What are you looking at? My eyes are up here. Keep up the good work, Brayden and Davey. P.S. Tatooine has two suns and not two moons. Yes, I'm a nerd. Oh, who got that wrong? Was that you or me? Pro- me, of course. Okay. You're the... We, we both own it. I'm getting blue and green milk <laughs> wrong. Two moons um, wrong. That's no moon. Let's go to Breng77. Felt like a lot of setup this week for the next two weeks, which is a good use of the show. Seems like December 18th is going to be a huge episode with at least two title matches on the show. Wrestling Graham. Hey, I hope I'm not submitting this too late, but I figured out after watching a ton of The Office, I've ca- I've cast it Undisputed as the following characters. Okay. Okay, Undisputed Era as characters from The Office. Adam Cole is Michael Scott. Kyle O'Reilly is Dwight Schrute. Roderick Strong is Ryan Howard, and Bobby Fish is Creed, because he's old. <laughs> uh, and he says, follow me on Twitter, Wrestling Graham. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know if Adam Cole would be Michael Scott. He's not an Adam, you know. I know, I can't think. No. No. Who would, who would be, uh, I like Creed. I, people compare me right. to Creed, because I just want to I think Roddy them. would be Creed. Yeah. Because Creed would turn up to the office covered in blood. Time's up, buddy! <laughs> but remember, yeah. like, Roddy came with the bloody shoe? Yeah. That's Creed! That's bloody Creed flip- all over! <laughs> bloody flip-flop. Uh, we go to Naz from NYC. Not the rapper. Not nah, Naz. Nah. I nah, thought nah. this was a great show. Triple H is really going in for the kill with these ratings, isn't he? The next two weeks look stacked and is genuinely must-see TV for NXT. Did you guys happen to catch the Lillian Garcia podcast with Tommaso Ciampa? The whole interview was awesome, but I really loved how Ciampa put over Triple H as a genuinely great boss to work for. Makes me happy to know these guys are happy. Yeah, I didn't uh, listen to it, but I kind of read some highlights from it, and he also talked about, like, Ring of Honor and, and this kind of stuff. Like, he had history with them. They told him, like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna make money. Like, what are you right. talking about? They kind of just kind of cast him aside, which forced him to leave. And look where he is now. Just he's crazy. also said he doesn't want to go to main roster. He says yes. He, if he goes to main roster, he'll quit and be a trainer. He says if they ever say you have to go to main roster, he said he will be a trainer, which is crazy. awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. I I also didn't mention during the match. I really loved how he's kind of changed up his style. Now he's a babyface. Mm-hmm. Like even in DIY, he wasn't really the one to get the hot tag. And it was quite cool seeing him do like the quicker moves, the drop kicks, the the real hot tab, the fire up. Um, I think weird. he's really evolved in this babyface role. You know what? Why? He's going to be like the be- best babyface we've ever darn had here yeah. in NXT, only for him to turn heel again one day. <laughs> uh, he goes, side note, Champ has said that he fought the oh, call-up yeah. as he prefers the lighter NXT schedule because of his neck issues. This is only days after he jumped 20 foot <laughs> off a cage to two tables. And also, loved your review of the Cruiserweight Classic. Oh, Thank awesome. you very much, Nas. Thank you. And last one here, Matt from the 604. I'm pretty happy with the show and excited for the triple threat. I hope it ends with a spirit bomb, but I assume Champa will win and face Adam Cole, baby. Random question. I was eating hot wings and rubbed my eyes. Have you ever done anything stupid by accident? Yeah, I've rubbed other things as well. It's not nice. <laughs> You're disgusting. Especially today, cooking a Rogan. Rogan, Josh. Yeah. Oh, boy. The spicy curry. Yeah, spice in the eye, not fun. Um, so that is feedback. Thank yes. you very much, everyone. Yes, thank you. Uh, thank you to all our listeners here at uh, Up Next. Again, you can follow all the shows that we put out. If you enjoy this, we go back. We watch old NXT. We watch, uh, we're watching Gremlins this week. Mm. We have so many Star Wars reviews up on our feeds as well. We're doing so many shows. We have our AEW Dynamite review every Thursday that we put out as well up on our Patreon. 
what else is there to say? Well, I just want to plug again. If you want to give us a shot, if you've been umming and ahhing about the Patreon, yeah. for $2 this month, try us out. Uh, try us out. Uh, you'll get a few shows there that you can check out, see what you think, uh, especially the best match ever shows I'm really proud of. Uh, so go throw us a bone give us two bucks see what you think and, and uh, if you hate us and you don't want it and you're just like I just want this review well then hey go follow our Twitter help us out give us good reviews do something to just help us out uh, this holiday season as we try to grow our brand here exactly monetize your brand uh, so so go follow the Twitter at up next podcast and speaking of Twitter yes the Twitter versus spoken our meal of the week was the lamb Brogan Josh. The Lamb Brogan Josh. Um, finally, I want to give a big thank you to uh, our patrons who, who make this possible to yes. do for free every week. They support us and and get all that bonus content. First of all, I want to give uh, a massive thank you to a guy called Alex Woods who sent us both a really nice yeah. message today. Um, and congratulations. He, he had some great news today. So super proud of you, man. You're awesome. Since doing this Patreon, we've created a little like a community of all our listeners and all our fans. And it's kind of, uh, I get these messages sometimes where people are like, Hey, like when I, when I'm having a shitty day, I listen to you guys. Cause it's like hanging out with friends, listening to you guys talk about nerdy wrestling and star Wars and all this shit. So when I get messages like that, it's, uh, it's really touching. So this is what we really love doing this kind of stuff. So, uh, to anyone out there who, uh, listens and, I don't know. Maybe you use us for your commute or when you, you whatever. So I just appreciate anyone Absolutely. listening. Definitely. Uh, a few other people I want to say thank you to. Uh, I want to say thank you to Andrew Statsky, to Brian Coleman, uh, to Chris Price, who I believe just bought one of our Up Next t-shirts. <laughs> Uh, to Darren Block, to Jerry Kilgore. Jerry Kilgore, thank you. Hey, Kevin Anderson, thank you very much. Thank you, Matthew Blackmore, Robert Brocky, Tyler Hall, and Whammy88. Whammy, whammy. Whammy. Uh, thank you to all our patrons. Thank you to all our listeners. Again, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. We'll be back next week on this very podcast feed in your ears. I mean, you can go find all the other shows, but we'll be back talking about NXT, the two big weeks now. The next two weeks is a, it's not a sprint. It's not a race. It's a, no, it's not a sprint. It's a race? What did they say? It's a marathon, not a sprint, I believe. Oh, last thing before we go. We didn't talk about AEW dissing NXT in these commercials. Did you see these? Yeah! What the hell? You lose you lose two weeks in the ratings and you start throwing shade? I thought it was just developmental, guys. What happened? Yeah. What happened? It's weird. I, I wonder how much uh, AEW has to do with that, whether it's separate department, where it's TNT. I don't, I don't know. know. Separate department. It just... It just mm. I don't know. I... That's the kind of thing always rubs me up the wrong exactly. way. Same with politics. Tell me, what, show me what you can do, not what other people can't do. Yeah, uh, it it kind of sucks. Uh, but I whatever. love AEW, and I'll say a, a, a part of me didn't. A, a part of me was like, "Ooh, I don't know about this." Now was when Cody broke the throne. Yeah, me I was too. like, "Ah, did you need to do that?" And now with these commercials dissing NXT for what? Like it's just wrestling. Just continue I think, on. I think the majority of people actually eat it up and love this stuff and want there to yeah. be a bitter rivalry uh, like there was in the late 90s. I guess. Uh, for me, it just puts me off. Like, just yeah. just put on a good show. Keep wrestling. Guys. That's what I watch yeah. this for. Because I watch both. Most people watch both. Yeah. So, so just put on good shows. Put on good shows just like we try to do here for Up Next. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we're going to have uh, a little bit more of our wine for our Wine Wednesdays oh, on yeah. the Wednesday Night Wars. What did you say? V- Vino La Raza Vino La Raza We're drinking some Portuguese and Italian wine tonight mm. uh, So uh, take care Throw them up Be safe Ahoy! Ahoy!
You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.